Welcome to Noteworthy. I'm your host, Genesis, and this is a podcast dedicated to the music section of The Eagle. Noteworthy is a podcast that highlights and spotlights AU students that are creating, performing, and producing their own music. Wondering what was happening this weekend on the bridge? Julia is here to explain how WVAU brought Capital Boogie to life. Hi everyone, welcome to, I want to say it's episode four of Noteworthy, and I am here with Julia. She is the general manager of WVAU, and today we're going to be talking about Capital Boogie. For anyone that doesn't really know what that is and what, can you give like a brief explanation? Yeah, so I would start, I guess, with just an explanation of what WVAU is. We're the student radio station on campus. We're internet only, so people can stream our shows via our website. We also have um, web content about music, and we publish a zine every semester. So uh, Capital Boogie is our semesterly concert that we do, and it used to be, in years past, um, we would have outside artists in. So we've had acts like Alex G. We've had, um, oh... I have some other posters, Open Mike Eagle. Yeah, just lots of like cool people. Toby Lou, just like, and we usually do it in Battelle Atrium. Um, And we have a stage and we have mics and speakers and everything. And it's free for students. And we'll have like merch from the artists and stuff like that. Like it's a real concert that we do. And usually students run sound and it's just a really cool event. Um, But due to uh, COVID restrictions this year, we haven't been able to bring in outside artists. So we have had to get a little creative. So this year, instead, we're doing student acts. So we're going to have four student acts. Um, They're going to play in the bridge this Saturday, which is November 13th at 6 p.m. So yeah, that's going to be really cool. It's going to be in the bridge, a little bit more low-key than our concerts in the past, um, more acoustic, and just more chill in general because of the circumstances. So yeah, that's what Capital Boogie is. um, And that's what Capital Boogie is right now. Do you know how long you guys have been doing Capital Boogie or like when did it start or how did it get started? That's a really good question. It actually used to be called Capital Punishment, which is kind of an intense name. So they changed that. I think that they changed the name, I want to say like 2012, maybe. It was definitely like before. I got here. I got here in 2018. It didn't seem like it was all that long ago um, because we still have posters out in the other room from Capital Boogies where it was called Capital Punishment. But I think that we've been doing, we've definitely been doing concerts as WVAU since we started, which was a long time ago. I don't know the exact years, but it's been a long time. We used to be like an actual radio station that had like an FM station you could listen to like in your car or whatever. Um, And we did concerts then. I don't know if it was called Capital Boogie or Capital Punishment until like the 2000s because that's the posters that I can see are all from like the 2000s and before. But we've had bigger acts like that we were involved in bringing. It's kind of hard to differentiate because the student union board also is involved in bringing an act. Um, Historically, I think they brought in the bigger acts and then we brought in sort of the smaller, more up and coming act. But yeah, there's definitely like a big history of WVAU having concerts um, free for students, usually like smaller, more intimate concerts than the ones that sub will have. So being the general manager and kind of like running Capital Boogie, like how are you like mostly involved? Like what have you done so far? Yeah, so this one is kind of, the planning is a little more rushed than I would have wanted, but 
we were waiting on um, admin to confirm or deny if we were going to be able to have outside acts because they told us in the beginning of the year that it was a possibility. So we were kind of assuming that up until a date, which was the end of October when they'd said hard no, not going to happen. So then we had to start planning um, what we were going to do instead. And we wanted to have this show before Thanksgiving break because I we're going to have like a show around finals week and I don't want people to be too, you know, distracted and have too many events squished together. Um, and then we wanted to have it the weekend before people were going to leave um, because I figured people would leave the weekend before Thanksgiving. So then we were like, oh shoot, that's pretty soon. Um, so we made a form, put up flyers and stuff saying we want student artists and student bands. I had, we have good connections with the audio technology department specifically. So they sent out a big email to everyone in their department who makes music and said, you know, apply for this show. It's a good opportunity for students to get exposure. Um, and we actually had like nine applicants, which was really cool. We narrowed it down based on a couple of them weren't actually student bands. They were just people who saw our ad and applied. And then a couple of them just didn't quite fit with the genre, but we'll use their contacts and we'll have them involved in other ways later next semester for other shows. And so then we narrowed it down to four artists who sort of fit in the same category of acoustic, folksy, a little bit indie, that kind of vibe. And then we tried to book Patel Atrium, but that didn't work because the person who books Patel apparently left their job. So there's just no one to receive those requests. Um, and it was getting to be a little bit late to try to figure that out. So I was just like, well, whatever, we'll just do the bridge because we have like half of my eboard works at the bridge. So we have a lot of good connections there and it's a really good space to use. Um, they're very flexible with us. So yeah, we did that. We uh, made a poster really quick. It's really cute. It's like a teacup with some nice fall colors because I wanted it to feel very like cozy uh, and reflect the vibe of the show itself and the venue. So my art director, Zoe made that design and then you know sent it to me. I gave her some feedback. We sort of collaborated on parts of it. And then um, our promotional director, Jack, printed out the posters today. And then he'll hang them up around campus and then he'll post the announcements and everything and stories and remind people to come and all of that stuff. So yeah, it's like a bit of delegation um, that I've been trying to work on. It's hard to do as a person who's managing a larger organization and a large e-board to sort of delegate specific tasks to specific people. But I think that this has been pretty successful so far. Yeah, considering like how short of a time you had to do it, artist seems more put together and like more cohesive. And that's actually like a pretty good accomplishment. Yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really pleased with how it's gone and I'm really excited to see it pan out. Um, where we have like a little group chat going with all of the artists where we're talking about what equipment they'll need and what time they'll want to load in, um, if they're going to do sound checks. We luckily have access to the bridge all day because it's closed on Saturdays. So we can set up and like move the chairs around the way that we want it to. I think that's going to be like kind of the main frantic day is going to be actually on Saturday trying to organize everything. But I think the pieces will just kind of fall into place. They usually do. So I'm not too stressed. Wow, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So Noteworthy is kind of like the podcast that you're in is all about like spotlighting and highlighting like AU students that do music. 
And I know that in the past, previously, it's mostly been like bigger, like artists that are not part of AU. But like this year specifically, it's like artists that are part of AU. So um, I think like, how how is that different from the past? Yeah, I'm really excited about this, actually. I think this is something that we should definitely start doing more in the future, even if it isn't Capital Boogie necessarily. I think we should still continue to do student showcases. Historically, we've done our K-Basement show, which is a punk show, which is usually some AU students who have punk bands um, and then other outside groups as well. And then we've also had AU acts open for our larger acts before. Like we had um, Steven open. Uh, I don't know if you know him. He graduated, I think, but he was an AU student and he opened for our Capital Boogie two years ago, I think. So we have done stuff like this in the past, but I think it's really cool to have them be the main event kind of this time. So we have The Trash Can, which is Milo Paul, Carmen Canedo, NBS, which is Nolan Stevens, and Etherbird, which is uh, Knox and Zach Mills. Milo, the trash can, is on eboard. They're our events coordinator, but their music does fit into this category really nicely. So I was excited to see them apply. Carmen Canedo is f- like friends with um, our music director, Joey. So we had that connection there. Nolan, like I said, is a freshman, but there he's in WVAU. So that's how he found out about it. And then Zach Mills is in audio tech. And so he received that email that went out um, and he knows Mika, who's our um, station manager, who's also in audio tech. So there's just this sort of like web of connections between people who do music at AU that kind of forms because it's a small enough school that people just kind of know each other, especially if they're in the studio or if they're in radio, Um, there's a lot of overlap there, Uh, especially with people who've been here for a while. Like I think all three of the acts besides NBS are seniors. So they do have those sort of more established connections that aren't, you know, official necessarily, but just like word of mouth, friend of a friend sort of things. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, lastly, before we end this, um, what has been your favorite part of Capital Boogie? Yeah, so I actually didn't go my freshman year because they only had it in the fall, I think, that year. And I wasn't even in WVAU. I joined in the spring of my freshman year. But the next year, I actually was on eboard in the fall. I was programming director and we had 2012 Bit Ado play um who i had never heard of and the show itself like that artist was kind of difficult to work with they were pretty rude to us um and it was overall just like a kind of a stressful experience but having steven opener um who was a student at the time was really cool because the crowd like knew him and we were all super super hype um but then actually a bunch of people left after he stopped playing because they didn't know the headliner so it kind of showed me like you know what not to do in terms of an event but the part of that that I really did love was that everyone on eboard and including people who weren't even on eboard who just were new members of WVAU came hours early to set up um, in Battelle and work on everything and we stayed there all day and we did whatever needed to be done And I thought that that was really cool. And it was really nice to spend time with everyone um, and get everything done. Like there was just a lot of commitment there that sort of showed me like 
there is a lot of like passion in this organization. And even though it wasn't necessarily being managed or directed in a way that I thought was necessarily like reaching its full potential, I saw that and I was like, okay, like these people really care. The members of our organization care, the members of our e-board really care. Um, it just needs to be directed, you know, properly, I guess. And so that was kind of part of my inspiration for applying to be general manager in the first place was seeing that and seeing the potential there. Um, even if it wasn't executed necessarily the way I would have done it, just seeing that community and seeing everybody come out and want to help and want to get involved really was inspiring to me. Yeah, because I feel like radio people like just love music. So they'll like do anything they can to like do it. Completely, I completely get it. Like you like a sense of community through WBAU and like you especially like kind of being now the general manager, like overseeing everything and understanding how it kind of needs to be done. And I'm excited to see how it turns out. Me too. I am so excited to see Capital Boogie and all the artists that are performing. Thank you so much for listening to Noteworthy. Noteworthy is produced and edited by myself, and cover art is Carly Johnson. 